Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. We are sponsored by Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor. Now, uh, we're, we're into this first quarter here. You got some New Year's resolutions still kicking around? Did you fall off the wagon? Let us help you get back on track. It's not so bad. Don't judge yourself. We'll get there. Just send us an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. You got two chances to get on every week. Tuesdays, we drop the bonus call of the week. And Thursdays, after the interview show, we then have your listener question of the week. So today, we've got Kristen on the line. She's calling from Florida. Hello, Kristen, and welcome to Better Off. What can I do for you? Hi, Jill. Thanks so much for talking to me. I, I love the podcast. Fabulous. What can I do? So I have some fairly significant um, educational debt that I have been paying off over the years. Um, I don't qualify for any kind of um, repayment assistance, so I will be paying back every single cent that I borrowed. Mm. And yes, (laughs) and I have um, basically I have two sets of loans and I have a little emergency fund that I've been working on. And because the... um, interest that I'm paying on my loans is so much higher than the interest I'm getting on my emergency fund. I was wondering if it would make sense to use um, my fund to pay off one of my loans. Mm. Okay. So tell me what you have left in the loans. So I have about um, 28500 left in my consolidated federal loans. Mm-hmm. Um, those have a, um, a set interest rate of 4.45%. Okay. And then I have about 16000 um, that are in variable loans that right now I'm paying about 4%, but I'm seeing it go up. Okay. So that's the one that's a little bit more at risk because you're scared it's going to keep rising. Yes. That's the one I'm scared of. That's the one that I, I could pay off with my emergency fund if you think that makes sense. Okay. So you've got these two debts. How's your income? It's um, not what it used to be, but it's steadily improving. I just got a little raise, so I'm making about 133 now. 133. Are you single or married? Married. And does spouse earn a decent living? He's an academic. Um, That's a very funny way of saying, answering the question. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, he's not going to lose his job, but he makes no money. Steady income. Yes, it's steady though. (laughs) How much does he earn? I would say he averages about 85 a year. That's good. Is yeah. he like a tenure track guy? He is. Oh, are you managing your own student loans based on your income? Or do you guys glom everything together and kind of call it ours? Um, we kind of divide things up. So, so I have been managing my own student loans. Yeah. Okay. Are you also making a retirement contribution on that $133,000 of income? Yes, I think I'm, I've been working an extra percentage every year. I think I'm at about 9% now. That's great. Good for you. Okay. It's better than nothing. <laughs> it's, well, it's 9% better than nothing. So it's better than yes. nothing, nothing. Okay. Uh, yes. You guys got kids? We do. Oh, that was a bad move. That's a loser move <laughs> when it comes to finances. No, I'm only kidding. How many kids? We have two. Okay. How old? They are four. Oh, twins? Yes. Identical or? They're no. fraternal. They're both boys. Ay, ay, ay. All right. <laughs> Does your husband put money away into his 403B, uh, his retirement plan at work? So it's hard to get a straight answer from him on it. 
he he does have some retirement savings. I have some retirement savings. I'm not sure what he's contributing right now. He he tells me about 6%, but I need to confirm that. Okay. That's not bad, though. The money that you have, you said you have like in um, your emergency reserves. How much mm-hmm. is in that emergency reserve fund? I think it's about eighteen or 19000 And that's for both of you, or is that yours and not his? And does he have well, that? I'm the only one who saves. So I ah, for both of us. Okay. So, do you have any idea about how much money you spend on an annual basis? We have, yeah. I mean, we have um, daycare costs that are pretty expensive. Mm. Um, but I've never sat down and done the math. Besides what we're saving for retirement mm-hmm. and a little tiny savings in our 529s, um, we're we're pretty much. Spending what we make, I I take um, two fifty out of my paycheck every other week. Okay, all right. So it's it's not like there's tons of breathing room here. There's not tons of breathing room. No. Okay. Um. Well, so here's the thing. I I am I would not. I think your original question is of that emergency reserve of that eighteen nineteen thousand. Should I take some of that money and pay off that variable interest? student loan, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And there's no credit card debt or anything nasty floating around out there that I should know no, about? No, no. Okay. Just the student debt. And you guys own a home or do you rent? We own. And how much is your house worth? Um, it's worth probably 475 almost 500 Okay. And the mortgage that's outstanding, how much is that? I think we have about 324 left on it. Great. What's the interest yeah, rate on got- the mortgage? It's a um, 4% fixed 30-year. Perfect. Okay. Very good. Um, so I am loath to tell you to drain an emergency reserve fund. I mean, his job is stable, it sounds like. Your yes. sounds, you sound like you've got a bit more variable in, uh, income, correct? Yes. So I'm a little bit worried because I would bet that you are spending you know, a pretty decent chunk of money, probably 10 grand a month is my guess, is what you, like if you added everything up. And Mm -hmm. I bet that you need a bigger emergency reserve. Maybe you're spending eight a month. I don't know how tight you really are running your household. Yeah, I would say eight or nine probably. Okay, so if we did eight, then, you know, even if I, in the best case scenario, that would mean that I would argue that you should have 50 grand in emergency reserve fund. Do you have any access to other money? Do you have like a an, an equity line of credit that's available? Not that you would tap it, but it's available if some like the crap hit the fan. Yeah, we do. We have a line of twenty five thousand, mm-hmm. and we're pay, we ha, we had drawn some of that down, and we're down to about seven thousand left. What was that? Um, Why did you draw that down? When our children first started daycare, mm. my job was more part-time mm-hmm. and we needed the money to pay for daycare. Okay. But that's, yeah. but you don't need to dip into it now. No. Now we're doing just fine. Okay. Great. And is the equity line based on, you know, like LIBOR, some, you know, variable rate? Is it a small amount, I presume? It's, yeah, it's variable. Right now, I think it's at about 5%. Hmm. Okay. Are you making extra payments on your um, student loans? 
No, I'm not, because the student loan companies make it virtually impossible oh, to do. Oh, for God's sakes. Okay. They really do. Like, because I pay my bill every month online, or it goes automatically. If you want to make an extra payment, you have to write them a letter and find the address to send it to and specifically say you want it applied to principal. If you call and ask for help, they are not helpful. Great. So here's what I think. I could theoretically, yeah. Yeah, if you like had to like, you have to jump through hoops to pay this gosh darn loan off. Here's yeah, what I think you should yeah. do. A few different priorities that I'm going to flo- float out here. I think you need okay. to beef up your emergency reserve fund, but don't do it right this second. So no, the answer to the original question, don't drain your emergency reserve fund to pay off the variable student loan. Next, okay. um, just for the heck of it, just because I'm a nervous Nelly in general, um, you've got plenty of equity in your home. Call mm-hmm. the bank and say, oh, you know what? We're considering that we would like to do some work on our house and pay some bills. We're not sure yet, but we want to increase the available amount of credit to 50000 from 25000 Okay. Just have it. Don't draw it down. Do yeah, not draw this down, okay? But you yeah. want it available because, God forbid, there is some weird thing that happens I want you to be able to tap something quickly. All right. Okay. Now, next, priority wise, home equity lines of credit will no longer be taxed. The interest on will not be tax deductible in the future based on the new Is tax. That this year? Or That's next year? so 2018 starting. 2018. I think it's 2018. It might be 19. But let's just okay. I'll look at Mark. Do a little research. He's going to look this up for me. <laughs> Thank um, you, so I think that it's. Uh, Given that the home equity is at 5%, pay that down first. Pay that first. Yep, 5% goes first. Next, once that's paid off, and if something great happened, like maybe someone in your family, some very distant relative that you're not close <laughs> to, <laughs> dropped dead and left you 50 grand, you would yeah. pay off the home equity, pay off, it's this year, Mark says. So no longer is that interest on your home equity line of credit deductible as of 2018. As of 2018. Okay. So let's pay that down first. So I've got a year to do that. Right. And you know what? That's going to be great. Once that's freed up, then you can start to try to whittle down the 16 and the 28 grand. Okay. Okay. You really can. And then, so you got an increase. The reason why, again, everyone listening, I'm not telling her to pull the money out of the house to pay down the, the loan for school. We are saying have the home equity line of credit established but not drawn down in case of an emergency. You're going to pay off the home equity loan. That's going to be done. Then regular payments on the house. Then the extra money that you have, start pushing it towards the college loan debt and start whittling that down as quickly as you can. If all of a sudden, instead of making $133,000, you are making $200,000 because you are fabulous, um, then you. you then we will start to really accelerate the student loan debt in a much bigger way. For now, keep putting money away into your retirement account while you are paying all this other stuff down. When you get that moment of, oh my God, I should be putting money away for my kid's college education, just think mm-hmm. about what Aunt Jill would say. You ready? Don't yes. don't do that. Don't do that. You've got to take for my children's college. No, screw them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the The reason why is I need to take care of your financial situation first. You know, you're making really good money, but you're not making really good money relative to the fact that you still have some debt to clean up. So once you clean up the debt, 
What's going to happen is that you are going to keep putting money into retirement. Your debt is going to be gone. And at that moment, you'll pay for some stuff. I mean, look, just out of curiosity, if you added up your student loan payments right now, how much are they on a monthly Um, basis? Approximately. Approximately 800 a month. Okay. So like in a few years when the kids are seven, then you'll put 800 bucks a month into a 529 plan. You're okay. not, this is not going to take forever to pay this off. Oh, it feels like it is. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. But look, you got a great education. Uh, you got a job and you both have jobs. You've done a good job. Don't freak out. This is, this is doable. You're not telling me, listen, we've had people call who have $300,000 of debt. So you're not, you, this is a doable amount of debt. You borrowed the appropriate amount of money to be earning, you know, a couple hundred grand a year together. Right. So you got it. We'll pay it down. But let's just make sure you got everything else in place. Um, just a couple of other quick questions for you. You have a will? Uh, kind of. Oh, brother. <laughs> Come on. Here's Aunt Jill going to be guilting you into this now. It's on it's on my list. And I and I will do that. It is on my list. Don't you have any friends who are like lawyers or estate lawyers and you could be like, eh, could you just do a quick sweetheart will? That's it. I leave you I tried, everything. I tried doing one myself on legal Zoom, but it, uh, I don't trust it. So I think we'll probably just get a lawyer to do it. It's not yeah, that expensive. So. It really isn't. And and get a friend of yours who's doing it and, and guilt them into it. A will. Be sure you have that. You have some life insurance for the, each of you. We Yes, we do. All right. The will. Yes. The will. Okay. Okay. Higher thank, up on the list. Thank you so much, Del. Good luck. Have a good day. And uh, don't freak. It's not going to be there forever, I promise. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Okay. That's a wrap of our Better Off bonus question of the week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. Talk to you then.